This is The Week Ahead from Mark Nolan's podcast, looking at what will be making the news this week in Spain, the UK, Europe and beyond. Remember to add this podcast to your favourite platform and you can add us to your Alexa Flash briefing. Full details of how are on the website, marknolanspodcast.com. Here is Mark Nolan with The Week Ahead. This is indeed the week ahead, looking at what will be making the news headlines in Spain, the UK and across the world from Monday, the 19th of February, 2024. The beginning of the week will be defined by the absence of relevant macroeconomic references on the European continent. We'll know the first significant data for investors on Tuesday, the 20th when the evolution of the Eurozone current account balance in December will be published. After a 2023 of high volatility, no major changes are expected compared to the level recorded the previous month in a context that has been marked by the slowdown in demand for goods from China. In America, the week will begin with a festive day in the US because the stock markets are closed for President's Day. On Wednesday, the Consumer Confidence Indicator of the Eurozone prepared by the European Commission will be published. After a start to the year marked by the slowdown of the disinflation process and the deterioration of economic activity, especially in Germany, household confidence could register a slight decline. Following this, the Provisional Purchasing Managers Index, the PMI, for February for the Eurozone will also be published. The week will end with the publication of the final reading of the German GDP for quarter 4 2023 and the IFO survey for February, which will show the evolution of business sentiment in the main European power. In line with consumer confidence, no major variations in the business climate are expected, despite estimates that project economic activity to continue stagnating in the first months of this year. At the business level, the publication of results from various companies will stand out, such as Barclays, Carrefour, HSBC, Telefonica, Iberdrola, Mercedes-Benz and Rolls-Royce, amongst others, and globally, Home Depot, Walmart, NVIDIA, Moderna and Warner Brothers Discovery will stand out. In the UK, but of global significance, the final hearing of Julian Assange and his extradition threat is due to be heard in the High Court on Tuesday and Wednesday. The founder of WikiLeaks has been in prison since he was arrested almost five years ago outside the Ecuadorian embassy, where he'd been seeking refuge for seven years to avoid extradition to the US. Junior doctors recommend strike action this week, expected to add more of a burden on an already near-dead through lack of investment NHS. And after British Gas were the latest energy firm to announce record profits last week, with some people seemingly baffled as to how they managed it, Ofgem announces the next adjustment to the energy price cap this week. Some experts are predicting a cut in prices for consumers of hundreds of pounds, but of course, nowhere near in compensation for the massive rise in prices, which has resulted in the pockets of these energy firms bulging with your hard-earned cash. MPs return to Parliament after recess, where no doubt the mood will be mixed following the beating of Conservatives in the by-elections last week, with both Labour and Reform no doubt revelling in their demise. The Register of Political Donations is set to be published on Tuesday, which always makes interesting reading, especially before PMQs on Wednesday. President Zelensky of Ukraine is expected to try and counter signs of what he's calling solidarity fatigue as the second anniversary of the Russian invasion approaches this weekend, in particular in America where public focus has diverted to the funding of arms to Israel. 
And for reasons no doubt they believe important, the IM-1 mission's Odysseus lander will make history as the first commercial space mission to land on the moon. Hopefully expected to arrive at Moonbase Alpha. I made that part up in reference to the TV show Space 1999, partly, by the way, because it's 2024 and we still don't have Eagle transporters, which frankly is an outrage. What on earth are you doing, inventors? Anyway, it's expected to arrive on Thursday. Finally, although there are other days of note this week, your attention must be drawn to just two, because Saturday is International Sword Swallowers Day. And frankly, they don't get anywhere near the recognition they deserve. But before then, on Friday, it's Work Your Proper Hours Day in the UK. So we can all celebrate that one and stop doing unpaid overtime, answering messages and emails outside of work, and have a weekend. Which, to paraphrase another hit TV show of our youth, maybe, go out and do something less boring instead. Why don't you? That was The Week Ahead from Mark Nolan's podcast. To be the first to find out what will be making the news headlines each week, search and subscribe to Mark Nolan's podcast on your favourite platform, including iTunes, Amazon, Alexa and Spotify. From Mark Nolan and me, Lily, we'll see you next time. You're listening to the N332 update from Mark Nolan's podcast. For tips and advice about driving in Spain, visit N332. All of this week, Roadpol, which is the European Traffic Police Network, are holding a focused campaign on vans, trucks and buses, checking everything from vehicle standards and compliance and driver and documentation. The campaign runs all this week and through till Sunday, and will be taking place in most European countries. In Spain, the DGT are supporting this campaign, and so the Guardia Civil, assisted by local police in areas where they're taking part, will also be checking on these types of vehicles. There's also still the possibility of protests causing disruption on the roads in Spain, and so you should consult the official information from the DGT, which is updated live on their website. You can find links to the website on n332.es. We also still have the risk of snow on higher grounds and mountainous areas, and so snow chains could be required. Again, check for travel restrictions before you set off. That was the N332 update from Mark Nolan's podcast. To subscribe to future episodes, search and subscribe to Mark Nolan's podcast on your favourite platform, including iTunes, Amazon, Alexa, and Spotify. If you have questions for a future episode, you can email news at n332.es. For tips and advice about driving in Spain, visit n332.es. And for Spanish traffic law and English, search spanishtrafficlaw.es. Now for some local events from the leader.info. Now that carnival season is officially over, things are a little quiet again events-wise until Easter but there are still one or two interesting things to look forward to around the area. There's a speed painting workshop in Torrebiacra on the 27th of February at the Los Angeles Bar, and first aid for dogs, for performing first aid on dogs, not dogs doing first aid, that's at Jesse's Bar on the 29th. 
Cinderella is in Torrevieja on Sunday the 25th of February and International Flamenco Day is celebrated with a concert on the 2nd of March. You can take a trip to Oz with the kids on the 15th of March, assuming you survive Peter and the Wolf on the 10th. There's also the Magical World of Disney concert on the 16th of March. For sports fans, there's a couple of endurance events this coming weekend, including in the municipality of Elche, where Transelicitana will take place, which is a staggering 100-kilometer race with slopes and flats. It starts on Saturday, and you have 24 hours to complete the race. Then, on Sunday the 25th of February, we have the Torbiaco 21k half marathon and a 5k race, starting at 9.30 in the morning. Both of these events, of course, will lead to road closures, so check the traffic situation before you travel. Looking ahead and slightly further afield, James Blunt is back in Alicante on the 19th of July, as is Tom Jones on the 25th. Other popular groups coming to Spain in the near future include ACDC, Depeche Mode and Simple Minds. A black music festival is taking place in the town of Salt until the 9th of March and the Jerez Festival of Flamenco and Art has on in Jerez de Frontera until the 9th of March. Down south, the Malaga Film Festival takes place from the 1st to the 10th of March followed by the Granada Tango Festival that's on from the 12th to the 17th. Faya season is about to start, culminating in the celebrations around the middle of March. Not forgetting, of course, we have San Jose, Spanish Father's Day, a big event in the Spanish cultural calendar. The main Faya's event is around Valencia, of course, where this year the calendar is from the 25th of February to the 19th of March. We must also remember that Easter is earlier this year, and one of the big draws is Elche, and in particular Palm Sunday, on account of the history of the city in relation to palm trees. A huge Palm Sunday procession takes place in the city each year. And one of the most unusual festivals takes place in the town of Mula, the Night of the Drums, or Noche de los Tambores, where drumming begins at midnight on Holy Tuesday and lasts until four in the afternoon on Wednesday. Similar drum festivals take place in other towns as well, but Mula is known to be one of the best, if you like that sort of thing. Another unusual celebration takes place in Gerte, usually at the end of March and the beginning of April, but it depends on the weather and therefore could be earlier this year because of the mild climate. It's the Cherry Trees in Blossom Festival, which beholds a beauty of colour and aroma that is definitely a feast for the senses. To find out more about what's going on in your local area, visit theleader.info and if you're holding an event, you can always email the details to office at theleader.info and we will try and fit you in here as well.